This is James Walker, and welcome to Real Talk, Real People. This is the podcast that turns the mic over to everyday people to hear what they have to say about the issues and problems we face as a society. Hello, folks, and thank you for joining us today. I hope you're socially distancing yourself. That is the new buzzword for coping with coronavirus, and that's exactly what I am doing. The conversation today is about what else? The coronavirus that has everybody on edge and has opened us up to that new expression, social distancing. And whether you agree with it or not, it is what health officials are telling us is the best thing to do. And I mean, folks, I, I gotta believe we have to follow what they want us to do. This thing is just spreading everywhere. Every time you turn on the news, there's just something new about this disease. And it uh, it's getting to a point it's making a lot of people really uneasy. I was in the supermarket yesterday and the shelves were just totally empty. I couldn't believe it. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon and everything was gone. I mean, everything. And I'm kind of doing what you call normal shopping. I'm not panic shopping at all. So I was really surprised when I got there and couldn't get a simple thing like bleach, which I need to wash clothes, not to disinfect. So I see this has a lot of people on edge. I went back to the supermarket today and I went early around nine o'clock this morning. I was able to pick up a couple things. I was able to pick up some chopped meat. What else did I get? Um, I was able to pick up some half and half and some coffee but things like ramen noodles, which is a staple in my household, I still I still eat that cheap stuff, but I love it, you know, and they didn't have anything like that. Anything that had to do with pasta was gone. Most of the meats were gone. I think they had like five packs of chopped meat left when I was there. They had plenty of steaks, it seemed, but that was that was it, frozen, frozen fish frozen shrimp everywhere but it really just seemed like a really let me just say it felt like an end of the world situation where store shelves were empty people were panicking and I actually talked to one woman who I bumped into there our cards bumped and we just kind of looked at each other and said, this is insane. People are just going crazy. And this has driven other people to get out of their home, homes and stock up. So it's just turned into a very crazy, crazy situation. But that might have to do with what Dr. Scott Golub, and he is the former commissioner of the FDA, and it might be something that he said, and what he said was, we're past the point of containment. And folks, why don't you understand what that statement means? That you know the only thing that's gonna stop the spread of this disease is a cure. And we don't have one. Nor do we have enough tests to test the people who may potentially have it. Have it. So it's just a really, it's, we just haven't handled this right. We seem to be getting on track with it now, but we didn't seem to get out of the gate right in. I think it's really gonna cost us, um, and cost us big time. This is the second podcast I'm doing on coronavirus. 
which has officially been labeled COVID-19. I, I don't know why, but that's what they're, they're calling it. That's the official name of it. And last week I wrote about a personal experience I had with my sister. Uh, and um, she was a, she had potentially uh, contracted the virus uh, through, uh, by being possibly near someone who was potentially affected. So this was at um, Brown University and she was there working in her role as an actress. She does a lot of uh, community theater and she was there for that. And anyway, they had her stay at home, the whole nine yards, you know, stay at home for 14 days and so forth. So it was a little, it was a little challenging there. And it was a little, I guess a little fear, you know, when you hear your sister may potentially have this virus that is, you know, really a menace to people 60 years or older and we are, you know, it's, yeah, you know, you get a little, you get a little uneasy, even though at that time it really seemed far, far away. Well, what a difference a week makes. Last week when I wrote my column on that, the coronavirus was in 18 states, had affected 210 people, and had left 12 dead. Well, a week makes a lot of difference and it changes a lot of things. Now we have, I think it's approximately 2,600 people across 46 states plus the District of Columbia. And now I think there's like, more than 50 dead so you know it, the numbers are just uh, are just insane and it just it just keeps growing and growing the national guard has been called out in some cases in i think six states there's some areas have been quarantined in new york and i'm sure washington state of washington so i do expect this to balloon and i just you know think until we get a cure I just think it's going to continue to just spread. It's kind of like tag you're it. You know, you don't know who has it because we don't have enough tests to make that determination. We have people who believe that they're sick. They can't get tested. And we're all like on this honor system. Stay at home, stay at home. So pretty much that's what I've been doing is staying inside. And I've been following those other recommendations, you know, such as staying away from large crowds, you know, keeping my distance uh, from people coughing into my elbow or my, you know, inner arm, washing my hands a lot, you know, but, uh, you know, for me personally, a lot of these things, uh, you know, are just part of my lifestyle anyway. I'm a bit of a loner in the sense that I'm never in a large crowd. You know, I'm around one, two people at the most. I tend to wash my hands a lot anyway, just, you know, just on a, as a, you know, regular practice, I, I, I tend to do that. So a lot of these things are second nature to me, but, you know, again, I don't know... <laughs> you know, how much good they're going to do. And I was actually thinking about that as I was watching this guy um, who was two doors down from me um, wiping down his car. And he was wiping down the handles, spraying and disinfecting into the interior. And he noticed me watching him. And he said, listen, 
I'm not being paranoid, but I just don't want to get sick, you know, and this stuff seems to be everywhere. He went on to tell me how he went, went and disinfected his, you know, parts of his home and so forth. I don't know, you know, I, I guess every little bit helps, but, you know, I just think... I just think that's a big waste of time. I think, you know, nothing is going to really help until we get the cure, the vaccine, you know, whatever uh, whatever medicine we need to defeat this thing. And, you know, and, and, but I, I understand why he's doing that. The news is just about coronavirus just continues to just, you know, it just continues to get worse. I mean, Take a look around. The country's shutting down. Local government, you know, everybody's working half staff with half their staff. Um, most people, a lot of people are working remotely. Everything has been put on pause. You know, states of emergencies are being declared across the country. Stock markets have plunged, though I think they came up a little bit. You know, but we have containment zones being set up. Supermarket shops, like I said, are just empty. And, you know, the big, big thing to me, the big eye-opening thing was the cancellation of all the sporting events. These are huge, huge money makers, And that really, if nothing else convinces you, that should convince you that this is really serious because we're talking hundreds of billion dollars, uh, billions of dollars in lost revenue. And, you know... And that's, you know, that's going on. You know, it's like the nation is going on defense by getting rid of all these things. But, you know, that just tells me a lot. It tells me a lot. Uh, it tells me a lot more than a press conference with health officials. Because, you know, if you're a working man, and I, I know most people who are listening to me, I'm assuming all people who are listening to me are just are working people. And I'm sure we've all been in situations where companies have downsided or you've lost your job or whatever, and you see the CEO is rewarded. You know, the CEOs and the top managers, they get these bonuses and so forth. So I know business doesn't shut down voluntarily. They don't give up the profit voluntarily. So, you know, when they, when this, when this when they do it on this scale, you know something huge, huge is going on. You're listening to Real Talk, Real People, the podcast that turns the mic over to everyday people. I know we're supposed to remain calm and believe everything is under control, but, you know, it's hard for, say, someone like me to remain totally calm because I'm in that age group that is considered at risk. But I really don't have any tools. The only tools I have to to keep myself from becoming infective, infected is by staying at home and keeping away from everyone. And that's not possible in my work. I'm going to have to go out. I'm going to have to food shop. You know, I'm just going to have to go out into the public. So I'm not sure I could parole enough to, you know, keep this thing away. It's just, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, are concerning and certainly concerning to people of my age. So... Again, folks, I don't know what's what's going on. I really don't. But we, hopefully, the health experts and 
you know, the powers that be will get this together. I think they are doing some good things, such as I heard Walmart, CVS, Walgreens are going to have drive-throughs where you can actually drive through, you know, get the test, and then you send it in, and it takes two or three weeks to get an answer. I don't know how smoothly that's going to go. I mean, we're talking millions of people, so I can't imagine, you know, we can't handle simple things now, you know, so I'm not sure how we're going to be able to do that and get test results back in two or three weeks. Again, this sounds a lot like dress up, you know, let's dress it up, let's, you know, well, but they have to do something and I'm sure anything that they do is going to improve the situation. But again, I don't know folks, how, what do you think? How long do you think it's going to get them to coordinate drive-throughs at Walgreens and CVS and Walmart? And these things, these drive-throughs may already exist, but can't you just envision it? All these cars, long lines, and so forth. I just don't know how. I just don't know how we're um, uh, we're going to get through it. I know, but I, I just see a big, big mess coming. You know, but. In times of crisis, we do what we have to do. We pull together. We make it work. And somehow or another, you know, we'll see it through. But I'm just not sure if what officials are asking us to do is going to, is really going to be enough. Like I said, I have to go outside and I can't be the only one. And just in my everyday travels now, I hear people who are just saying, you know, the hell with this, I'm going to go on uh, with my life, which is a good thing in a way, you know, to keep the panic down, that is a good thing in a way, but if this thing continues to spread, I'm quite sure that that attitude is going to change. And right now we have people fighting over food. I'm sure you've seen the news reports. People are fighting over food and staples like toilet paper and paper towels. Right now they're doing that. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when things get worse? Because things are going to get worse. And there is no doubt about that. Things are going to get worse. And I think that is what makes this disease so deadly. We don't know who has it. There aren't enough tests right now to make a determination as to who has it. So right now, there are a whole lot of people who are infected and are potentially infecting other people. That's why I think that guy was wasting his time because you do what you can do, but sometimes what you can do isn't enough. But still, there's nothing we can do, folks. We'll pull together, do what the health, health experts say, stay away from people, stay away from large crowds, and kind of um, rediscover your home. That's what I'm trying to do. and. Let's just hope that things will improve in the coming weeks. You folks have a good week. Thank you for joining me. And above all, be safe.
We'll talk again next week. You've been listening to Real Talk, Real People. If you would like to be on the show, have a comment about the show, or perhaps you have an idea that the show should explore, give us a call at 203-605-1859 or email us at realtalkrealpeoplect at gmail.com. And remember, start your Sundays with my column in Hearst, Connecticut newspapers statewide and start your Mondays right here at Real Talk, Real People. Have a good week, folks. We'll talk again next week.